Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the VRIC podcast. I'm your host, Shaila Faizi, and today we bring to you our series highlighting Muslims with disabilities and special needs. Today I have with me Nadia, Arij, and Fawad. How are the three of you? I'm doing good. good. Alhamdulillah. I'm Alhamdulillah. Good. And we have a youth here because Arij has Asperger's. And for those who may not be aware or fully aware of what Asperger's is, could you define what Asperger's is? Sure. Wait, do you want to speak or would you like me to speak? Uh, let's see how few can. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So basically an Asperger's, it's like a, it's like a form of, of autism. So, mm-hmm. so like some of the things it entails. So it actually differs from person to person, like just like with um, non-disabled people, there's a lot of variety among them. There's a lot of variety among autistics too, but some common features are that they're not very good at like social at socializing and like they we sometimes like misinterpret other people's like social cues or emotional expressions. Mm. Like that, and, that's one of the big things. Yes, and but still, and here's the thing: a lot of people when they think of somebody who may be autistic or on the autism spectrum, they have a very fixed definition. And I'm glad you defined uh, that, that not everybody who has autism or has Asperger's, they're not all the same. They have varying capabilities when it comes to how they function socially and whether they are able to do things like everybody else. And uh, as your mother had mentioned, uh, you go to, uh, you're 17 years old, you go to, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot the name of the school. I'm uh, Liberty terrible. High School. Liberty High School. Yes. So you attend uh, classes with everybody else. Yes. Yes. So um, I would like to ask Nadia and Fawad, um, when was it that you found out that Arij could be not like every other child? Uh, it was when he was two and a half. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we get yearly checkups. So at his two-year checkup, he wasn't saying much. Like, barely. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he was yeah, even the... saying mama or papa. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. not even those basic, you know, at, 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 at two. Right. And uh, so when we took him to his uh, annual checkup, the doctor said that, you know, it's not usual. So maybe, you know, get his hearing test. Uh, mm-hmm. And we took him there. And then I think there were like a few decibels that he couldn't hear. But other than that, you know, it was absolutely within the normal range. Right. And then they uh, referred us to speech pathologist, I Mm -hmm. believe. So Mm -hmm. like the speech pathologist within like a minute of evaluation, Mm -hmm. they were like, you know what? You have to go see a neurologist and get him evaluated for uh, autism. And Mm -hmm. that's when, you know, we went to see a neurologist and they uh, diagnosed him with mild autism. I see. At two and a half, it was, I think he was two and a half by that right. yeah, time. They called it Asperger's syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And what, after you went to the neurologist, what were, like, if somebody else has a child that they may suspect may, may have Asperger's or maybe on the autism spectrum, what were the next steps for you? And, you know, it's, it's one of those things that most parents are not prepared for. So how would you like what advice or what guidance would you give to them if they do suspect that their child may be on the spectrum i would uh, you want to okay okay yeah i mean it, it really depends person to person and the how severe it is mm-hmm. and usually you are when you're talking to a doctor that's your best source of information right. right and they can tell you what kind of therapy would be needed 
Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, whenever you have a problem, you want to solve it. You want to solve. You want to find out best way out out of right. it. So, uh, what we did in our case, we were in California back then. So we looked at what services uh, the local governments provide or school districts provide, right. and see what fits best. Right. Right. And we talked to the doctor. And uh, with uh, with that information, we went ahead, did whatever we could until mm-hmm. we moved to Texas. And same thing here. We started looking for all options here. He he used to go to some therapies and he went there for a year and a half, I believe, right? More than that. Yeah. So, so, it so, continued. Right. So you need those therapies. You need to find a way to, uh, you know, for to fund it, right? Your insurance right. needs to cover it. We have to talk to your insurance. We have to talk to your doctor and keep looking for all possible options. And as I said, they vary from person to person because your earlier questions was about um, the range you know so different Mm -hmm. for different people but if you think about every normal person you know no Mm -hmm. no no two people are alike so it's the same yeah Yeah. so there are personality traits combined with the intensity of problem you have to put all them together you are still an individual right so we have to uh, see what fits best for you uh, and uh, and in certain cases we have even lucky I mean, it worked out fine, much better for us. I mean, he's doing very well academically, right? But I'm sure there are other families we know of with Mm -hmm. much, much more serious position. And I'm sure they're trying whatever they can. And in some cases, it all seems like a waste if it's too, too bad for some people. And I feel very sorry. I feel very bad for them, right? But, you know, it's just something you can, you know, do your best and leave it up to the God, right? God Mm -hmm. hopefully has a plan for you, right? So, um, for him, I just want to give you an example uh, for, for his particular case, but that's the only one we know of, right, that we mm-hmm. dealt with directly. So I started started reading about Asperger's syndrome. Mm-hmm. It was way back in uh, 2004 and uh, 2005 when we realized it, or six, 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 2006. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there was little information available on the internet, but I kept reading, trying to understand problem. And I realized one key thing that uh, the problem is the information flow. Right. It's just like a computer system. There's no IO port. Right. You don't get information. Information doesn't go in and out. Right. Your, all your devices that help you understand or learn from society automatically are shut down completely. Right. So you have no way to learn. Right. But if you had information in you, you would be able to process it. So right. I looked for ways. I looked for ways how to bring information to him. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I remember I started working really hard with him to... Uh, you know, even before he could speak, I wanted him to learn to read. Mm. Because I thought books will be a way or internet will be a way to for him right. to get information. So even when he had a very small vocabulary, he had an encyclopedia of it. Mm. He used to read it. He learned reading before he could speak. Oh, mashallah. Yeah. So that way he started, he learned so much. And he mm. was addicted to reading. He read so many books that probably no one in my generation ever read that many. Mashallah. <laughs> so... But with that, you know, he 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 started gathering a lot of information. So sometimes mm-hmm. I, as you know, jokingly, I tell him like, you know about society norms, but without ever experiencing it because you really don't interact much. You just get information from books, right? right? But at least he has information. And Definitely. I think that helped him, you know, uh, helped him forward actually. And academically mm-hmm. too. I mean, it enormously helped with the academics and grades and all that, right? right. So, so that was our challenge. That's how we resolved it. Right. I'm not saying it will work for everybody, right? Mm. But doctor is your best source, right? Doctor can, right. and today there's a lot of information, a lot of more material available. Right. Uh, the only thing I feel missing is the perspective of an autistic person, him, mm. himself or herself. 
And that's why I sometimes I tell him, maybe you should be the one writing first book, right? Yes. Your experience dealing yes. with the society as an right. autistic person. I think that would right. really be a good perspective for everybody mm. and, and good learning material. Uh, but yeah, so this is this is it for us. I mean, I don't mm. know about other families. I'm right. sure they have much bigger challenges, mm. you know, and uh, I mean, if you, you know, could. If you could define some of the challenges, and this is not to say that that having a child who's on the autism spectrum is is an automatic problem. That's not it. Our goal is to let people know that just like having any other child, like I have two sons and I know having two sons is like a challenge in itself. But we just want to understand some of the challenges that families who may have a, a person on the spectrum may face. Um, I would start with like as a parent uh, the hardest thing is to accept it especially like mm. as an immigrant when you don't have any family here you are on your own right so like accepting is the biggest thing and right. then you know those typical things oh you're not talking in Urdu you're not teaching in Urdu you're only oh. <laughs> in English and yes. you want to turn them into like you know Andres. <laughs> so like those were the basic first things that you right. know people would tell you right. and uh, like with uh, him in particular he would be isolated he would not want to play with anybody you would go to mm. parties and you know how all the kids are playing together and they're making mm. friends right he was never making friends right. so you know there's always that sort of social push oh you know why isn't he playing or right. why is he you know by himself or right. reading a book in the corner so right. those are kind of the challenges that you face within like sort of a Desi community right and uh, so like as a parent I, I I feel that you just have to be stubborn and mm. you just have to like know what your child needs or what mm. are what are the things that are going to work for him so right. we never pushed him to make any friends but you know we made peace with it right and uh, it's it was important for us to have friends uh, fam family friends who would accept us as a kid who has special needs, because right. you know there there could be episodes here and there, so that was uh, and we are very blessed that we have those kind of friends uh, in our lives. Mm. Um, but yeah, for for me, acceptance because that that takes some time, right? And then you know, like hit it hard. Mm. Yeah, make make peace with it. Yeah, very no, important. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. And yeah. have has your family come to terms with the fact that he is on the spectrum? And to accept him as him, that he may not interact as, as other people might, but still, still a person and still a person who feels, it, that's the thing. I think a lot of people misunderstand when they think about autism, that just because they don't socially interact the same way, that they're not feeling things. But I do know that they do feel. Yes. So, yes. so yes. are there, has your, how has your family taken this in? Uh, as my husband also said that alhamdulillah like he had he has mild autism mm. so uh like thankfully he like from a child who wasn't even saying mama and papa like now he can talk and talk and talk and half of the <laughs> conversation we won't even understand right. so alhamdulillah we are in a, a situation that for us it has gotten better right. it has become manageable that uh, you know, like like your goal as a parent and especially as a special needs parent is thinking that when you're gone, the kid is going to be able to um, survive by themselves. 
Right. And, you know, hopefully they would, you know, they won't be dependent on anybody else as mm. much. Right. So uh, we truly are very lucky that hopefully, inshallah, no, you know, inshallah. He, would, he would end up making good it career-wise and hopefully, you mm. know, uh, get married and everything. What are your interests, so, Arij? That's, you mentioned career and I was like, what would what right. is the career would that you would love to get into? Okay, so uh, so thing is like, so one of the uh, parts of autism, I for, I for, I didn't mention it before, but I'll mention it now. Is mm-hmm. that a lot of autistic people tend to have super strong interests. Mm-hmm. Right? If they're interested in something, they're really interested in it. Right. And I am in that basket. Yeah. So my main interests at the moment are uh, computer science and oh. astronomy. Wow. I plan to be a computer scientist. I'd like to do it at some astronomy-based company because, you know, Mm. I've liked astronomy for a long time. Uh, Mm. Those books my uh, dad bought for me, a lot of those first ones were about astronomy. So I've I've liked it ever since I could read. Right. Oh, wow. Mashallah. Yeah. I mean, that's the future. That's the future right Mm. there. Mashallah. You've prepped Arage for the future because it is in computer science and space. (laughs) No. And the other thing, um, you had uh, talked about challenges and you'd mentioned social challenges about him being able to socially under, uh, interact with other people as, as, the, as other people expect him to interact. I think that's the challenge. People have so many expectations. Oh, he should be or this, this or she should be doing it this, 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 this way. But when those expectations are met, they're like, oh, but why isn't it met? But I would like for all of you to tell us some of the other challenges that may arise with somebody who's on the spectrum. So in my case, I mentioned earlier, I find that it's hard to like, to like, if I'm, if someone is speaking, I find it hard to determine what exactly they're thinking or Mm -hmm. feeling. Because a lot of emotions, they come up, they come to me the same way, like, is someone angry or are they just frustrated? Those come across the same to me, but to a, a normal person, they'd be completely different things. Right. And also there's the fact that sometimes people will speak vaguely or like really figuratively, symbolically. Right. Like I, if someone says it's raining cats and dogs, I will understand. It's not literally raining cats and dogs. Cats and it's dogs. just raining really hard. Right. But sometimes people will speak and like some metaphor I haven't heard before, and I'll think, mm. wait, are they serious? Yeah, it would be like sort of everyday things, um, right. like you know, with COVID and everything. So he has a couple of friends in school, mm. and he hates texting. Like so, oh. in this day and age, can you imagine a teenager not being on social media and hating texting? But the thing is, um, if you want to stay in touch with them. So right. texting and social media is also the only way. I mean, we were not meeting anybody or, you know, we were mm. basically social distancing and quarantining for a good one and a half year. Right. So those things uh, can be an issue. Mm. And uh, another thing, I don't know if it would make uh, sense much with the conversation, but yeah, like he said, he would take things literally. Right. So when you bring like, bring, like um religious aspect or those kind of things Mm. if you know you would tell him something he can take it to you know like extreme 
Mm. Or if he's in a karate class, you know how the teacher would say something like five times. Okay, do harder, mm. do harder, push harder. He would push hard every time. So ah. we'll have to tell him that, okay, there is a class of 25 kids out of 25. Only you are listening and 24 others are not listening. So the teacher has to repeat it again and again. It doesn't mean right. that you have to keep pushing every right. time that they say mm. push it harder. So that makes him a wonderful student, an ideal uh, like Quran student or right. like wherever. But he, he it, it, like, like those are challenging. Yeah. Like, like just the mm. other day, I think like yesterday or something, I yeah. was thinking, okay, God forbid, if you know, he has something heavy in his hand or whatever. If he drops it on his foot, it's going to fall on his foot. He's mm. not going to have the reaction time to, you know, like save mm. himself and step back or something. So th- there can be like, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, just to add to this, uh, going extremes. Um, mm. So you, uh, it's a simple actions. Like if you're brushing your teeth, mm. how much is too much, right? Ah, simple as that, right? When you all your information came from books, mm. your mind, your processor works like an instruction base, like a robot. Right. So you need every single piece of information that cannot possibly be provided to you. Your right. brain doesn't tell you what you, what is normal, what is not. Right. So every life requires a balance, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot take anything to extreme. You have to just keep walking in the middle. But his brain uh, probably works it's like a machine. It's more like a black and white situation. Yes, yes. yes. it's like exactly. binary. Yes. Yes. So yes. like no, we I, were I, at a wedding in uh, Pakistan. Uh, I think it was 2016. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Around it was 2016. Time. So he would be what, 12. Mm. Yeah. So you know how it's like, oh, you know, come and dance. Mm. And when I saw him, he was miserable. He was oh. actually miserable. And I was like, okay, why are you like dancing? And he's like, because somebody like said that yeah, come and forced, dance. Forced me to so, dance. Right? So yeah. I, I mean, it's... Yeah, so it's 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 very hard, yeah. and and, no, and, I, and I, I think that one of the challenges maybe families and families who are like at our place mm-hmm. where things are not as bad right. would probably face this that it's a challenge that happens every minute yeah. in your every right. single thing you have to bring it to a normal level either right. otherwise you let it go it will go to extreme right, right. so right. you need a constant watch right. right to make sure that your kid. Uh, is really on the normal path, stays on the yeah. normal path. And, or, or normal or so-called, you know, um, socially, uh, there are things which are socially acceptable or there are things which kids learn on their own. You know, how kids are right. getting older. So right. girls would, uh, like, they, they would be a certain way, boys would be a certain way. And, you know, right. they would even, uh, like, for example, when he was, like, in middle school age, so he is not thinking of people as girl or a boy so he right. would go to a girl and be like oh assalamu alaikum and shake and he would want to shake the hand because he doesn't see it as a girl or boy thing and the right. girl would be like okay like you want to shake my uh, like a muslim girl yeah, yeah. in no, our no, family i, I completely friends. understand so, yeah. so you can see that you know those are the things that in a muslim family kids would learn on their own that okay you know what you're not gonna shake hands with boys or girls you know you right. just say salam and right. like that right. so he, he and, and then I had to tell him, okay, you know what? You cannot shake hand. If there's a girl, you know, just say salam from far away and that's enough. You don't yeah. have to shake so, their hand. So one one other thing I want to bring here, and I don't have a solution for it, but maybe other families experience the same thing. So let's say you're reciting Quran, right? Mm-hmm. Or you are in a, a place where there's a, like a Quran, honey, you're supposed to recite. They give you a 
so yeah you're supposed to read it properly mm. but in your heart right you're supposed to read it properly but he i think one time he spent like 30 45 minutes and he only read few lines why mm. because he was trying to do a really good job at it and oh, no one can sure. tell him you know what is good i mean it's mm. like he would go so every word he would probably in his heart he's trying very hard and questioning himself did i pronounces correctly oh, or maybe i sure retry right? right but right. there is a limit normal people understand you know where where you have to draw a line okay you have to the goal is for you to let's say finish this right you would never be able to. same thing when he started writing i still remember he would spend hours and able to write only one line because he keep right. rubbing it off this itch doesn't look really good so that right. like and i used to get so frustrated watching right. him going through this pain spending 3 hours and only two lines to show <laughs> right? right right so same thing same po- uh, policy he has for almost everything it's a, it's, a, it's a kind of perfectionism yeah. and yeah. uh but it is, it hurts yeah. it does yeah. hurt i i do completely understand that um for the both of you the job is to sort of um help him navigate together into how to s- not go one way or the other or, or just try to yes. like push him back to the center that sort of thing yes. um i completely understand that um the other thing i wanted to ask you um you had mentioned mashallah he uh, does read the quran and have there been any, and have there been any challenges like when he goes to do religious lessons or just go to the masjid in, in general uh so um there has been um which i don't see as a problem i think it's mm-hmm. a good thing he asks questions uh oh, he sure. always try to i mean he was a very uh, good uh, person of science mm. he knew a lot about astronomy so he would hear one thing from religious uh, lectures he would read something else and if there's a contradiction he keeps questioning keeps thinking and i right, i encourage right. it i like Much that idea yes. right so so i i have no complaints there Mm. right i i think and uh, it's a good thing that you can think you know yourself right. you know right. Right. and you be maybe you have better answer maybe you can think much better than me right, right. and all he does is thinking so he's mm. like a really strong thinker mashallah he's not while well, he's not interacting with people he's just thinking right <laughs> right we need more of those yeah <laughs> yeah no and that's that's the the if i had to like one final thing i would like to know your perspectives arij like your father had said that he wishes that more people understood your perspective if there was like i know you have many perspectives but there was there was that one perspective you wanted everybody else to know what would that be okay yeah, so first of all i would like to say everything my parents said is completely accurate You know, they understand me very well. Mashallah. And like, okay, so I guess if I had to if I want one thing to for people to understand about me, I guess it would be as to be aware that different people whenever they're making whenever they're interacting with people, talking to them, they all have different inbuilt assumptions, right? right. I, you know, it's not just like a normal person versus a disabled person even like mm. i don't know people of different cultures they have different inbuilt assumptions mm-hmm. and even when they are aware of that mm-hmm. there might still be conflict in the conversation because right. to them the assumptions make so much sense they don't question the other person doesn't have them or assumes something else right 
So I guess I I just like people to be aware of that when talking, not just to me, but to other people. That's right. So people can be more understanding, I guess. Because I feel a lot of conflict comes from just people misunderstanding each other because of mm. things like this. And I think you've said something very powerful, Rich. I think Thank you. Uh, people don't understand how many conflicts in the world would be resolved if, if they just stopped and thought not just about their perspective, but the perspective of the person across them. And it is, I think, like you had mentioned, it is so integral for people to do that in order for better understanding, not with j- just for somebody who has, who's, who has Asperger's, but for everybody. Thank you, all three of you so much, Nadia, Arj, Fawad. I mean, this has been great. We loved getting the perspective that all three of you gave. And hopefully, inshallah, that more people will be accepting of all of our differences. It's not just differences of people with special needs and disabilities, but all of our differences so that we can have a more peaceful, you know, coexistence with one another. Until next time, take care of yourself and assalamu alaikum. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. If you or someone you know has a disability or special needs, you can find more information and resources at mohsin.org. That's M-U-H-S-E-N dot O-R-G.